Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sports. I'm John Norman in Colombo. Alongside me today, Gareth Batty, as we look back at Talk Sports game with the Barmy Army and then ahead to England's third test with Sri Lanka, a match where both sides will make changes. You know, it's a good opportunity with the series sewn up to, to get a few of the lads some, some game time, especially with, you know, we've got three more tests after Christmas to to look forward to so getting people some some cricket is a a positive thing Jimmy Anderson there we'll hear more from him as he sits the third test match out and we'll also hear from Johnny Bairstow who's back in the side Uh, he spoke with Andrew McKenna on what it's like being on the outside looking in the selections above my pay grade look uh, I'm training hard I'm uh, hitting the ball nicely in the nets and I'd like to think people know that uh, in the background, I'll be, I'll be pushing as hard as possible. Don't forget, if you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe through your favourite podcast app. Stay up to date with all the news from England's tour of Sri Lanka. You're listening to Following On. OK, Bats, well, it's, uh, we're going to talk about Bairstow back in the side. We're going to talk about uh, Stuart Braw back in the side. We're going to hear from uh, Johnny Bairstow. We're going to hear from Jimmy Anderson. But the big news from this part of the world, sadly, is that TalkSport 2 went down a narrow defeat to the Barmy Army today. Um, period of uh, reflection, introspection. Where do you think it all went wrong for Team TalkSport? I think the initial decision that we were going to bat first on a, on a pretty damp wicket probably cost us in the end. Uh, take nothing away from the Barmy Army. They were quite magnificent. With a couple of very good performances, we didn't fully cover ourselves in glory, but uh, I think the toss was crucial, um, and I, I think Martin Nicholas trying to push us into batting maybe cost us in the end. It reminded me a little bit of back in the day when the Surrey boys would welcome back the internationals, and it, would, it disrupted the team. You know, we, we beat the Barmy Army with nine players not a week ago. And today we had your Goffs, your Priors and your Nikos uh, alongside yourself bowling seam up. 
and uh, it didn't quite work for us, did it? Uh, got off to a disastrous start, and if not for a handy partnership between yourself and Jared, you know, uh, they could have wrapped up victory a lot sooner than they actually did. I think a big thing we need to learn, we've watched England and how they give rules to players. A lot of rules changed today, and it didn't work for us. We need to be a bit smarter about... Uh, defining what people are going to do and how they're going to make us uh, get to the totals we require and then defend it. Uh, we were just a little bit all at sea with a few new additions today. OK, well, 1-0, uh, and we head to Barbados just after uh, after Christmas of the new year. So uh, we, we shall see. We'll see what happens there. But uh, effectively, Goffey and Matt both dropped, and uh, I don't think we'll ever see Nico play for the TalkSport team again. Uh, seriously, though, the uh, in more seriousness... Uh, found out today, news from the England camp. Uh, two changes for the third test match. Uh, Jimmy Anderson making way for Stuart Broad and Johnny Bairstow back, uh, kind of for, for Sam Curran. Bairstow to about three. I mean, it's still round holes, square pegs time again, isn't it? I, I think it's a really interesting place that England find themselves. Uh, Sammy getting injured is not a good thing for the, for the lad himself and... You know, we hope he makes a speedy recovery. But to change the dynamic of the team because we need to get Johnny Best to win um, is a bit of an issue. And it's kind of what we spoke about a few weeks ago with, with folks here coming on the trip um, and playing and, and, and doing brilliantly well. We're not taking a thing away from folks here, but uh, South Africa have a, have a rule where the original touring party, nobody can come in and play in front of them. And, and England have made a bit of a rod for their own back. Uh, so they're almost pushed into this decision for me uh, because Johnny, Johnny Besto is such a wonderful player. Um, I, I think the, the Jimmy thing and the Brody thing, pretty sound, pretty self-explanatory, that uh, Jimmy's kind of, I'll have a rest for a, a, a game and Brody comes in and it's nice to get some cricket in his legs. Um, although some would say, what's the point? You know, a, a wonderful England bowler. You know, what's the point in playing the last test match of a series? But I, I think there's there's method in the madness there, definitely, because you're going like for like in a, in a lot of ways. Uh, but the Johnny Best, I think, it's changing the balance of the team. And yes, he is the next cab off the rank to be selected, but it's the whole issue, it's the ripple effect we've been talking about with the folks' decision, how that is going to affect and impact on the rest of the players. And, you know, uh, what did Stokesy really do wrong batting at three? He looked pretty good. He got a couple of good balls. Um, it's a really difficult situation that England find themselves in to manage. Hopefully, it's all been managed very, very well. Um, but uh, there are some issues there. Well, Johnny Bairstow caught up with Andrew McKenna on Monday uh, and spoke about his time outside of the first eleven. No doubt pleased to be back in it. Um, let's hear what he had to say. It's good to be out there and uh, seeing the lads doing well obviously to win a series it's the first time we've won a series over here for a long time so to win the series and to be going into Colombo with uh, a 2-0 two, two scorecard with one left to play is, is really pleasing for the group I was about 20 foot away from you when you rolled the ankle on the outfield was it one of those that you knew straight away that it, that was a big problem um, you don't know how how much of a problem it is straight away obviously you roll your ankles quite a bit. Um, you, you saw people diving in the field, doing your knees, you do your ankles, you do your shoulders. So you get little niggles all the way through. And um, I didn't really know how, how bad it was. Obviously, the scan results came back and, and said <laughs> to the extent of what had happened. 
Um, but like like you say, you were there, and, and you also saw that it wasn't like a, a two-footed challenge or anything like that. It was very inconspicuous, and it could happen at any point. Um, you've got ropes that go around the boundaries, and the amount of times that people twist their ankles going over them from standing on when they're chasing balls. And look, it, it can happen at any point, um, and it just so happens that it, it becomes a talking point because we were warming up. <laughs> during a game of football um, obviously it's meant that you've sat out two test matches yeah. and one person being out of the team gives another person a chance to come in yeah. Ben has done brilliantly and he's performed brilliantly you being an ultimate team man must have loved watching him but there's got to be a part of you that's thinking that's my spot yeah of course I mean I've, I've worked and, and had that spot for two and a half years and over the over the 40 tests, I think it is, that have come back, I think my overall average is about 42. So to do that, uh, I keep wicket by five, six and seven um, in all different competitions, I'm very proud of that. And yes, he he, he came in and he's, he's played well. So um, look, the selection's above my pay grade. Um, that's, why, uh, that's why you want to be giving other people uh, headaches with that and... Look, I'm training hard, I'm uh, hitting the ball nicely in the nets and um, I'd like to think people know that uh, in the background I'll be, I'll be pushing as hard as possible. So you're just viewing it, if you like, as a, another challenge, another one that you face throughout your career to get your spot back? Yeah, I mean, there's challenges all the way, there's conditions that you face, there's uh, roles in teams that you, that you have, um, so of course you, that's the positive way to look at it because if you don't look at it that way then you wouldn't be doing the job that we're doing. Johnny Bairstow chatting with Andrew McKenna. There was a bit of criticism about Johnny Bairstow's body language when uh, he was forced to change his role for England during the summer. Not this time. I mean, I'm not sure if he learned from that. Maybe it's just coincidence. Maybe he's spoken to some people. But it's been very evident uh, from the outside looking in. Uh, his body language is bang on. He's taking full part with training. He's running drinks. That is not a criticism you could lay level uh, about the player in, in this instance. And now, of course, he's back in the side and he can look back at an improvement in body language for those first two tests when he did have to sit it out. Yeah, it's a, it's a really difficult one for the guy that's left out, how you react to that. And some guys may sulk, and rightly so, if you're a wonderful player and you're a superstar around the world. But actually, the best way is to go, I'm going to work my socks off on, on everything that goes with it. I'm going to do right by the team and take the drinks out. I'm going to get my fitness done. I'm going to get my skills done. And as and when I get an opportunity, I'm going to take it and I'm going to absolutely ram it down the throat of, of the guy that's left me out, or few guys. Now, it looks from afar that that is what has happened, and that is actually showing that England have got this very good culture. And I think Rooty has looked at um, how Morgan has done it with the, with the ODI team, and there seems to be some sort of crossovers in how he wants it to be done. He's not... He's not going for the tried and tested. He's trying to push the barriers. He's trying to get this team expansive and, and brave. And it's brilliant to watch. Also, it needs to be expansive and brave in how you manage the players. And so far, so good. Let's hope that uh, that continues. If you're uh, wondering what that sound is behind myself and Bats, we're actually at the back of the Cinnamon Grand and we're being circled by about 100 very noisy, possibly uh, hungry crows, but uh, also there's some massive bats in those coconut trees. Uh, Ian Ward, Sky Sports uh, top pundit, of course, urging us to move away from where we were sat about five minutes ago because, and I didn't know this, you can catch rabies from bats' droppings, apparently. The worrying thing is, 
they're ginger and they have a similar name to me, which is not a positive. I hope I'm not carrying rabies. <laughs> Cricket bats, vampire bats, Gareth bats. Uh, Jimmy Anderson spoke to uh, Andrew McKenna today. Let's uh, let's have a listen to that. James, let's rewind the clock a little bit. England have won a series in Sri Lanka already, 2-0. Incredible stuff. Bearing in mind it was, what, 2001, the last time they won a series here. That's some achievement and not one to be overlooked. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a, a real positive step and a step in the right direction for this team. You know, we've been pretty inconsistent at times over the last two years. And, um, you know, we had a good summer against India and to come out here... Uh, where you know, 10 out of the 11 players in the first two tests haven't actually experienced cricket in Sri Lanka before. So I think that's you know, a real positive step for, for us as, as a team. And certainly Joe's putting his, his stamp on things and wanting us to play in a positive manner. And I think the way we've batted in particular this, this series has been, been really sort of taking the aggressive option when we got the opportunity and, and, and showed the sort of skills we've got as well. From a bowling point of view, I was looking at the numbers earlier... First test, 68 overs and 85 overs. Second test, 103 and 74. It means you're not spending hours and hours out there, which obviously in these conditions is a massive bonus. Yeah, it does help. You kind of you come over here and you prepare for, for long stints in the field, uh, especially in the heat as well. It can be quite tough. Um, but yeah, we've, I think we've bowled pretty well. The spinners have done a, a great job and it's not often... Uh, English guys have come over here and our spinners have outbowled theirs so I think it's a real credit to them and uh, the work they've put in uh, and hopefully they can carry that on in this test and it also means you haven't had to flog yourself and bowl over after over after over which is never a bad thing you kind of prepare yourself for that and not bowling as much uh, in these conditions but you still want to have an influence on the game so it can be quite frustrating at times um, but that's just the nature of, of playing in the subcontinent and uh, Stuart's coming in for this game so I'm uh, you know a bit I'm not playing so a bit of rotation uh, in, in that respect and I think that's a you know it's a good opportunity with the series sewn up to to get uh, a few of the lads some some game time uh, especially with you know we've got three more tests after Christmas to to look forward to so getting people some some cricket is a, is a positive thing let's show that the team's in a pretty good place that they can leave the world's number one bowler out of a side yeah, well, I think as I said, the, the series is um, is sewn up, so we it's an opportunity to to give other players a, a run out. You know, Stewart's been on the sidelines for the for the first two games, so getting him some cricket, coming back to where he made his debut as well for for England. Uh, you know, a bit of sentimental value as well there. And I, yeah, looking looking ahead, you need we need people getting getting time in, in the middle, and um, you know. We could end up going to, to the West Indies with, with Brodie not having bowled at all. So I think it's a good thing that he's, he's getting a game this week. Out of interest, did you read the ICC's press release yesterday? It kept saying, uh, you're the oldest since this and the oldest. And I was like, come on, guys, take give him a break. Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't read that. <laughs> Probably a good thing I didn't. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's been, a, as I said, it's been a really good year for me uh, personally uh, and a, a frustrating one, I guess, when... Uh, you want to put have an influence uh, on on games and try and take wickets and uh, you know it's been strange for me having more sort of influence with the bat than the ball this trip so uh, it's been a new experience in that respect but yeah it's uh, I just I mean you, you can't take wickets all the time it's it's uh, you're going to go through lean patches and for me this last two games has been that just to put this series into some kind of context I was looking earlier. England have only ever won three test matches in a row in Asia once. 
and that was 1977 series when they went to India and actually won three in a row, lost the fourth, drew the fifth. So England are potentially looking at winning three tests in a row in Asia for only the second time in test cricket. That would be a huge achievement. Yeah, it would, absolutely. And I think you know, there's, there's other things that we've been talking about, other records we've been talking about. Sri Lanka have been beat, whitewashed, I think, just twice in, in their history uh, here in Sri Lanka. So, that, again, that's an opportunity we've got to... Uh, I think India did it last year and Australia did it 15 years ago. So it's, again, another bit of history we could create. And this, as I said, this team's progressed so much in the last, you know, six to 12 months, and it'll be another kind of sort of notch on that to try and keep improving. And yeah, it's, I think teams in the past as well, when we've won series, we've kind of taken our foot off the gas, and that's something that we don't want to do this trip. We want to make sure we, we put in another solid performance. So Jimmy Anderson fronting up to press uh, on the day that it's announced he's not going to be playing. In that third test match, I suppose the fact that England are going in again with three spinners suggests that this won't be a, won't be a flat track. It'll be off and turn. Uh, we haven't really seen the pitch, so you can't really make too much of a, a guesstimate about what England are going to come up against. But, you know, when a series has been done and dusted like this, how easy is it for the team to re- retain that level of uh, intensity and an approach? You know, from, from the outside, you know, you, you'd say... Every time you put on the shirt, etc., etc. But let's be honest: the series is won now, and thoughts are now going to be turning to home, to Christmas, to family, which, uh, of course, these players have been apart from for a long time. It wouldn't be a surprise, or you wouldn't be blame the players if there was a little drop off here, would you? No, absolutely, hundred percent the other way. From we were at a quiz night, we were very fortunate to be letting the team camp the other night. We did a quiz night, we had a bit of a chat, and we had, we had a few uh, waters afterwards, and. Absolutely none of that. These boys want to win 3 0. Rooty is absolutely, definitely all on for us winning 3 0. Doesn't happen very often, if at all, particularly in recent history. This is a massive opportunity for this group of players to put their foot down on, on history and actually make even more history than they've already made. No way are they thinking anything other than 3 0. I, I envisage they'll come out very positive again. I envisage they'll come out very workmanlike again. They'll have great plans. The plans weren't quite as good the last game as they were in goal down in Palakelli. So I, I think there'll be an, an amount of work that's gone into that. And um, actually, our very own Matt Pryor has been uh, a bit of counsel for uh, for Rooty and a few of the few of the boys. So I, I expect England to come out and absolutely go so hard to get over the line for a three nil, purely because it never happens. And that's a wonderful thing, sitting on an aeroplane, going back home for Christmas. You've won 3-0. I can't think of any cricketer, English cricketer, that has done that. Wow. They're going to go for it. Brilliant stuff. Bats, so I'll let you go. We've got dinner to be had a bit later, so you need to go and get changed. Uh, and that's pretty much it for today's edition of Following On. Every day from England's Sri Lanka tour, it's Following On from Talk Sports. Our next show will come from the SSC, where we will hear from Joe Root ahead of the third test match, exclusively live on TalkSport 2. This has been Following On, and to never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. See you tomorrow. TalkSport at the test. England's winter tour of Sri Lanka. Exclusively live on TalkSport 2.
The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 